What's going on, One Love family? Welcome back to the One Love podcast. I'm your host, Eugenia Rett, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. And if you're getting something out of it, share it with your friends and your family. That's all I ask. All right, guys, I love you, and let's get into today's topic. What is going on, One Love family? Welcome back to another One Love podcast. I apologize. It has been a while. But as you guys know, um, Mother's Day passed and so did Father's Day. So I've been spending a lot of time with my family lately. And I don't apologize for spending time with my family because family is one of the most important things that God has blessed me with and everyone with. But I do apologize that I have not been on here in a while. So today's message is about wanting versus our needing. This message really hits close to home for me because I always seem to put my wants before my needs. God has been showing me that he will bring everything I need to my wants. And today, through this message, my hope is you'll get that same message he gave me and whatever other revelation he needs you to have today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for all the people listening today. I pray I am able to preach the message you need your people to hear today. I pray you give me the words for them to hear and all of us the heart to receive all you have for us today. We pray these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get into it. In order for us to distinguish our needs from our wants, we have to first know where the supply of our needs come from and what those needs are. We already know that God gives us our wants because he loves us and he supplies us with our needs because he loves us. So turn with me to Matthew 6, 25 to 34. It says, Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you by worrying can add one hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow? They do not labor, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, 
of which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, saying, what are we eating or what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things for your heavenly father knows that you need them. But first and most importantly, seek the kingdom, his kingdom. And his righteousness. And all of these things will be given to you also. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In this passage of scripture. Jesus is telling us. There's no need to be anxious for what we need in life. Because God will supply all of our needs. As long as we seek the kingdom first. But what we fail to realize is sometimes we get our needs confused with our wants. And we become anxious for those things. And God is looking down at us saying, hey, I'm your heavenly father. I will supply you with all your needs. Or God is saying, hey, son or daughter, that's not a need. There's no need to be worried or anxious for that. And God is saying, when it becomes a need for his riches and glory, then he will supply it to you. You see, I'm going to say that again. When, When it becomes a need for his glory, God's glory and riches, it will be supplied to you. You see, everything God supplies to you is a need. Sometimes it may be a want in your eyes, but in his, it was something you needed to have so you could help further his kingdom on earth. You may not realize that about the job, house, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, kids, friendship, or relocation now, but when it is all said and done, you will look back through that struggle and realize it was a need. In it, you're going to ask, why have you given me this want now? It isn't the right time, right? You know, God is it is never on our time. You know, when we ask for what we want and then he gives it to us two years down the road, but we're in the middle of a successful career, but we found somebody that we want to fall in love with. And it's like, no, God, I needed this two years ago, not now. But in order for us to understand God's timing, we have to go, of course, back into the Bible. So everybody go with me to Philippines, not Philippines, I apologize, Philippians 4.19. It says, and my God will... Supply your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And my God will liberally supply, fill 
until full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So, this brings me back to the point of, this isn't on my time. But when God gives you a need, it's never on your time. It's always on his time. Therefore, it will never be convenient for you. God's kingdom was never meant to be convenient for us on earth. God asked us to further his kingdom, not further his kingdom when it's convenient to us and on our time. So when he gives you that want later, it's always for the need of his kingdom. Which means every want God gives you is a need, but every want you want isn't a need for God and his kingdom. Let me see that one more time. It means every want God gives you is a need, but every want you want is not a need for God and his kingdom. You see, if we take this revelation, we got from this message today into our next week or into every aspect of our lives for the rest of our lives. It will transform our lives. It'll give us a kingdom mindset. When we realize not every want is a need for him, our anxiousness should be no more. Instead, when you hope for things or ask for things, you should remember and know it will always be according to his riches and his glory. Once we figure that out, the wants and needs God has for us become more clear. We may not always know what's next in our lives or when we will get something we want, but we will always know it is to further his kingdom on earth. God loves us so much that he gives us our wants. And when we give it back to him, he multiplies it. Pressed down, shaken together, multiply. He multiplies it. I don't know if you guys realize that, but when in the Bible he says, "Test me on this by giving us our money to him by tithing to him," and whenever we do that, he multiplies it. So whenever God gives you a want. It only makes sense to want to give it back to him to further his kingdom. Why? Because he's going to multiply it anyway. What you could do with it is nothing compared to what God can do with it in his kingdom. So what you have to realize that, yes, it sounds selfish. Look, first of all, we have a selfish God. But we also have such a selfless God. He gave his only son to die for our sins so that one day when we die out of this body and our spiritual selves go back to heaven, we may be with him again. We don't have to pay for our sins because his son already did it. The selfless of God. But guess what? God is also selfish. 
and whatever he selflessly gives to you he wants you to give it back to him not because he's going to keep it and hold on to it but because when you give it back to him he can be selfless again and multiply it again so what you can do and hold on to it is nothing compared to how much God can multiply it in your life so when God gives us whatever wants whatever need it is in our lives we have to realize that he's going to multiply it. And like I said, not every want that you want is a need for God's kingdom. And so you're going to have to realize that some of the things you want in your life, they may never come to pass because it doesn't line up with the purpose that God has for you. But trust and believe that every need that is in your want it's going to come to pass because it's something that God needs you to have so that you can further his kingdom and he can multiply it back to you again. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the message on today. I pray that we understand why the wants you supply to us are also our needs. When it comes to furthering your kingdom, God, we know everything you do is out of love for your children. And we thank you for supplying us with all of our needs and our needs and the needs that are wants for us, but needs for you. We pray that now when we come to you with a one. We come with an understanding of how our wants come from your love and how they will help us as your children further the kingdom of heaven. I also pray if you've never given your life to God, you pray this with me right now. God, I thank you for sending your son. Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for me. Today, I accept you, God, as my Lord and Savior. I thank you for always supplying my needs and blessing me with my wants. I pray I am able to use both my needs and wants to further your kingdom. Transform me. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. I love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. For all of those who prayed that for the first time, congratulations, you have joined the best family in the world. That's a family of a relationship with Jesus Christ just unique to you. You see, what people don't realize is that, yes, Christianity is a family and it's a beautiful one, but also what comes with it is a relationship with God individually that nobody else is going to understand. And today you just walked into that. You said, God, I'm here and I'm giving it all to you. And that 
That, my friends, is the best thing that you could ever do in his eyes. And so, if you have just prayed that and you're listening, I just need you to do one thing for me. Go out and find a church. Find a community to be in. Find one where God tells you this is the place for you. Because yes, you're listening to me, and that is awesome, that is great, it's a good podcast, and I thank you for listening. But there's nothing like community. God said you should not go through this life alone, therefore he has built churches all across the world, all across America, all across this, well, earth. I was going to say universe, but that makes no sense. But he, he built it all across this earth. And one thing he wants you to do is just be in community with them. Go to church, listen to the word, receive the word, find friends, find people who are like-minded to you. And if you want to start today, I'll be your first in community with you. Just email me at emrboot at gmail.com. One love family. Thank you for listening. You guys have a blessed week. And remember, we are all one love, and that's God's love. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you got something from this message, please share it with your friends or your family. Let's spread the gospel across the world, guys. Remember, we come from one love, and that's God's love.